Tradcast Express. Tradcast Express, it's Monday, February 3rd, 2020. Tomorrow marks the first anniversary of the Declaration on Human Fraternity, signed by Francis and some Muslim imam in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. You will recall that that is the document in which it is stated, quote, The pluralism and the diversity of religions, color, sex, race, and language are willed by God in his wisdom through which he created human beings, unquote. Not only is this heresy and blasphemy, it is apostasy. If that statement were true, then Catholicism would be false. The very notion of revealed religion would be over. Anyway, we covered that at great length in a podcast back then, as well as in several posts on our blog at novosordowatch.org. To mark the first anniversary of this landmark declaration, which will clearly prove to be the foundation stone of the coming religion of the Antichrist, there is taking place today and tomorrow a convention in Abu Dhabi at which the Vatican's Prefect of Communications, Mr. Paolo Ruffini, gave an address. And it's that address that we're briefly going to look at now. It was published by Vatican News Today. Ruffini says, quote, We all know how important it is, as the Secretary General of the Muslim Council of Elders said, to develop a vision of media policy based on human fraternity and peaceful coexistence. I'm also grateful to the Higher Committee for the Implementation of the Document on Human Fraternity, which since last August has continuously promoted the achievement of the Abu Dhabi Declaration goals." All right, so this is very important. This apostate declaration is not simply a document that was signed once and then ends up in a drawer and in six months nobody even remembers it. No, they're making sure that the anti-Catholic principles contained in it are being diffused widely and implemented in a practical way so as to ensure that everyone they reach will imbibe them. It's a little bit like Vatican II, which, you know, most people didn't read, but which everybody imbibed through the new mass, through the liturgical revolution, and the new catechesis, and also the new architecture. So the Vatican is busy developing a media policy here, uh, which means that what gets reported, what gets shown, what gets emphasized, what gets omitted will reflect their idea of religious differences as a legitimate, positive, and good thing. Forget about what Francis said privately to Bishop Athanasius Schneider about God willing different religions only with his permissive will. That was a lie by Francis to shut Schneider up, and we all know it. The Vatican has been and will be taking practical steps to promote religious differences as positively desired by God. That's why Francis said to an interreligious group of youths in Mozambique five months after he lied to Schneider, quote, You are experiencing that all of us are necessary. With our differences, we are all necessary. Our differences are necessary, unquote. But let's return to Ruffini now. He continues, quote, Agreements are underway for some television productions that the dicastery intends to promote together with external partners 
in order to communicate the principles of the document not only as information, but as true training for dialogue and mutual knowledge, and to have it as a guideline in our daily work, unquote. So there it is. They're working feverishly on communicating the principles of the apostate declaration. They want people to drink deeply from this heretical document and enshrine its anti-Catholic ideas in everybody's minds. Now, you know how it is. All action begins with thought. If your mind is filled with apostate ideas, your actions are going to reflect that. And though you may end up with lots of peace, so to speak, you will most certainly not be advancing the kingdom of Christ, nor the peace of Christ, which is the kind of peace he alone can give because it is based on grace, on the Beatitudes, and on imitating Christ. Remember, in uh, St. John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 27, our Lord says, quote, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid, unquote. Yes, peace is a good thing. We want peace. We don't want war or bloodshed. But true peace, the kind God wills, is not simply the absence of war. It is the result of a fruitful implementation of the gospel, not of some naturalist document on human fraternity, which seeks to equalize all religions and denies Jesus Christ, the only Savior and the Prince of Peace. And so, therefore, as Pope Pius XI made clear, we are seeking the peace of Christ in the kingdom of Christ. Our job is to convert the world to the gospel, not by force, obviously, and not by bloodshed, but by preaching of the truth. And that document signed a year ago in Abu Dhabi is not the gospel. It's a blasphemous piece of apostasy. Next, Ruffini moves on to the most significant part of his whole address. He says, quote, The world's religions have an educational task to draw out the best from each person. Religions are not the problem. They are part of the solution because they can remind us that it is necessary to raise the heart upwards to the Most High to learn how to build the city of man, unquote. Look, folks, they're not even hiding it. They don't need to anymore because people are so apathetic or ignorant or brainwashed or bad-willed that they just shrug at this. The world's religions have no common task whatsoever. Only the true religion, the one actually revealed by God, has a task, and that is the divine commission. That is the task given it by God. The other religions, if they have any tasks at all, is to go away because they're not from God and have no legitimacy. And this must be said. Now, Ruffini says that religions are not the problem. Well, that depends. See, he's cleverly not distinguishing the true religion from false religions, which is a distinction the Vatican's long abandoned anyway. But the fact remains what it was for 1900 years before Vatican II. False religions are a problem. The true religion is not a problem. It should be pretty evident, right? And look at what Ruffini then says. He says that religions are part of the solution because they can remind us 
that it is necessary to raise the heart upwards to the Most High to learn how to build the city of man. Now, as we've been saying here for years, the Novus Ordo Vatican is permanently hijacking the supernatural purpose of religion, the true religion, and reducing it to a naturalist humanitarianism. You know, as though our blessed Lord became man in order that we would feed the hungry and practice solidarity and have sustainable agriculture. Well, that's what the city of man is all about. You know, it's the city of God that Catholics need to work for, which is the opposite of the city of man, according to St. Augustine. But, of course, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't care for our fellow man, right? It's precisely by building the city of God that man will be taken care of because God commands us to love our neighbor as ourselves. And remember the divine words of our blessed Lord, Quote, Seek ye therefore first the kingdom of God and his justice, and all these things shall be added unto you. Unquote. It's Matthew 6, verse 33. So yes, we have to first seek the kingdom of God, and then the city of man, or whatever you want to call it, will follow in accordance with God's will and in accordance with the gospel. There is no greater service you can provide to your fellow man than to preach the gospel to him. There's no greater way to show him charity than to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. For if you do so, you will also love your neighbor and love him for God's sake. Now back to Ruffini. He says, quote, As Pope Francis strongly affirmed, the means of communication and communication itself have to be constructive instead of destructive, means for bringing people together instead of keeping people apart, means of dialogue instead of monologue, means providing orientation instead of disorientation, means promoting understanding instead of misunderstanding, means for walking in peace rather than disseminating hate." Now, the first thing that comes to mind is to ask, why? Why does communication, before all else, have to fulfill a certain agenda, rather than simply being a vehicle for manifesting what is in the other's mind? I mean, that is the purpose of speech, to reveal the mind. Now, of course, not everything that is in the mind is good or should be revealed. That's clear. And no, you shouldn't hate anyone. But, of course, the term hate here is, is just a political tool, right? It's an ideological fighting word to brand any person or any idea that is considered unwelcome by the globalists like Francis and his ilk. That's all this is. Remember these words of our blessed Lord? Quote, Do not think that I came to send peace upon earth. I came not to send peace, but the sword. For I came to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not up his cross and followeth me is not worthy of me. Unquote. That was St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10 verses 34 through 37. Or how about this from St. John's Gospel, chapter 8, verses 42 through 47. Quote, Jesus therefore said to them, If God were your father, you would indeed love me. For from God I proceeded and came, for I came not of myself, but he sent me. 
Why do you not know my speech? Because you cannot hear my word. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he stood not in the truth, because truth is not in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father thereof. But if I say the truth, you believe me not. Which of you shall convict me of sin? If I say the truth to you, why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth the words of God. Therefore you hear them not, because you are not of God." Now, do you think that the two passages I just quoted would pass the modernist Vatican's test for communication that is constructive instead of destructive, bringing people together instead of keeping people apart, providing orientation instead of disorientation, promoting understanding instead of misunderstanding, walking in peace rather than disseminating so-called hate? Fat chance. Ruffini keeps going, quote, Evil cannot be fought with evil. Truth cannot be served with misinformation. It is also up to communicators to spread this culture, this awareness, this mutual understanding. Removing the false necessity of controversy, the false imperative that one's identity depends on having an enemy, also depends on communicators, unquote. Now, he says more, but uh, let's stop here. Okay, so he says that evil cannot be fought with evil, and that's true enough. But it begs the question, what is evil? Now, this guy doesn't know evil when it hits him in the face, because what he's promoting right there is evil. It is evil to say that God wills the diversity of religions. It is evil to say, as Francis does, that something cannot be considered true if it hurts others. So the modernist Vatican is the one spreading misinformation here. Anyway, Ruffini also speaks of a false necessity of controversy, the false imperative that one's identity depends on having an enemy. Well, you know, it was Christ the Lord who himself taught us that the gospel would have enemies. The gospel isn't universal niceness. It is the love of God first and then the love of neighbor. Christ said, Quote, he that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. Unquote. That's Luke eleven twenty three. And those who are not with Christ are necessarily his enemies. He himself said so. And in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter fifteen, verse twenty five, Saint Paul writes about the end of the world. This quote, he meaning Christ must reign until he hath put all his enemies under his feet, unquote. And in his epistle to the Philippians, the same apostle exhorts, quote, Be followers of me, brethren, and observe them who walk so as you have our model. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things, unquote. That's Philippians 3, verses 17 through 19. So if we truly follow Christ, we will have enemies because Christ has enemies. Now, that doesn't mean that we hate our enemies. On the contrary, Christ specifically commanded us to love our enemies and to do them good. But they are enemies nonetheless, at least in a spiritual sense. 
So Ruffini is the one spreading fake news here, spreading misinformation. And that is part of all that Abu Dhabi human fraternity stuff that they're trying to get everybody to accept. All right, there would be more to cover, but I'm going to stop here. Pope St. Pius X hit the nail on the head in his condemnation of Sionism in his apostolic letter, Our Apostolic Mandate of 1910. He said this about human fraternity. Quote, Indeed, we have the human experience of pagan and secular societies of ages past to show that concern for common interests or affinities of nature weigh very little against the passions and wild desires of the heart. No, venerable brethren, there is no genuine fraternity outside Christian charity. Through the love of God and His Son Jesus Christ our Savior, Christian charity embraces all men, comforts all, and leads all to the same faith and same heavenly happiness." Now that is definitely not what is being promoted in Abu Dhabi. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.